Welcome again to Paranormal Things. I'm your host Keith Frischkorn from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we're going to do part two of uh, season one, episode one of uh, Bear Lake and uh, Vargas Harry Beast, uh, I guess in HD. And it's presented by uh, Paranormal Things and Anchor FM. And you can see this on Daily Motion. Here we go, without further ado. Jail departed off. And rolling. Harry man, day one. Alright, time to get some gas. Harry man, I guess out in, out in the forest somewhere they're going to do an investigation. Sounds. We're heading to the middle of sounds nowhere, like I think, footage. so we got to make sure we're all filled out. Yes. Where's the map? So, we're on the border of A map. Minnesota. We're going to take the 10 northwest of Vergas and hopefully find a hairy man. I'll give you $10 if you can fold that map up properly. $10? <laughs> That's easy. Oh, I'll give you $5. $5. No, you can't take that back. you got to give me 10 right. now. $10. She's a tough one. $10. Jael's been around for a while. She's been with the Destination Are you ready Truth. ready to go find the hairy man? Fact yes. or fake? Let's do this. A lot of... Uh, Paranormal shows. So the hairy man. Supposed to be like eight feet tall and like 300 pounds. Right. Every report that I've heard and read about this, this thing sounds like a Sasquatch. You know, when I've investigated Bigfoot in the past, people tend to say that the creature is friendly. But the difference here is that some of the people in Vergas claim this hairy man is aggressive and dangerous. People are saying that this thing has even climbed onto people's cars, dented the hood, even throws boulders at people. That's pretty freaking dangerous. I got an email from this guy named Brian Wierima. He's a local news reporter and he's tracked a lot of the sightings of the hairy man in Vergas. So we're gonna meet him at this local restaurant and see what he has to say. Vargas, sorry. That was my... Oops. Welcome to Vargas. I mean, there's the beginning of the town. And there's the end of it. Wow. Small town. Very small town. Like my wife's new galley. Hey, Devin, what time one, did he say he was getting here? The other. He should be here any minute. Is that him? Oh, there we go. Brian! Yes! What's the population in Vergas? Uh, 400, 400 plus, maybe. We're rolling. So you're somebody who's approached this this legend from an objective, sort of journalistic perspective. You're interviewing a local... Yeah, yeah, definitely. It hasn't been recorded that, uh, on that has seen... So I decided Vargas to jump in and, and do my research. And is there any evidence of the hairy man? One of the big consistencies is the scent. Uh, it really uh, has a musky, dead odor, you know, rotten odor, and the size of it too. Who's to say it's not just some really tall man with uh, with overgrown hair? Well, it, it would have to be a very tall man. There's someone that's over seven foot tall in the town. You probably know of them. 
you know anybody who's actually seen the beast? Yes, actually, I do. Uh, great person to talk to, another lifelong resident, Cheryl Hansen. I can definitely uh, get you in contact two, uh, with her. Uh, yeah. Highway, She's got one of the better one, eyewitness counts that, season I've, one. that I've heard. excited to meet Cheryl because she's an actual eyewitness. Yeah. You know? Finally, someone who's seen this hairy man. I wonder why she wants to meet us in the middle of the woods. Well, he's probably going to show you where exactly she saw it. Do you know anybody who's actually seen the beast? Yes, actually, I do. I Great person to talk to, another lifelong resident, Cheryl Hansen. Cheryl Hansen has seen this I'm creature. excited to meet Cheryl because she's an actual eyewitness. Yeah. You know? Finally, someone who's seen this hairy man. Oh, the hairy man must be more human-like than Maybe Sasquatch. Maybe where her encounter was. There she is. Nice to meet you. Nice this is Jael. Hi, Jael. Thanks for meeting with us. Yeah. Well, thanks. I'm glad you guys finally got here. I was out here kind of waiting for you on my own, and I, I definitely don't like being in this area. Really? Really. Could you tell us a little bit about your sighting? My um, cousin and I were on snowmobiles. We were out in this area here, and out we were just snowmobiling around, and okay. all of a Northwest. sudden, from the woods came this what I consider larger than a man, completely covered with hair, long, type, stringy uh, hair. Brogue. And the thing that's always stuck with me is it had bare feet. And we're talking the middle of the winter in northern Minnesota. And it chased us. It had something in his hand. It could have just been where he grabbed a piece of wood and it started chasing us. And so then we took off on the snowmobile and once we, you know, looked back, it was no longer chasing us. I'll never forget it. I, I won't be out here at night because because of that happening. Most of the sightings happen most at night? Of, yeah, most of the sightings do happen at night. You think that the that the snowmobile noise, noise either what, irritated or attracted it? I think the loud noise probably got its attention. So where should we go to find the hairy man? So, okay, what we're looking at here is right where we're at right now, where that clearing is on Squatch Hill. That's where my sighting was. I think that if you're going to pick up any kind of sign or any kind of activity, that's where it's going to be. Devin? Yeah? Are you ready for this hike? I'm rolling. Ready to rock and roll, baby. Will you get me here? Devin and Jayo. And rolling. That's who's uh, According to Cheryl, this, uh, hike this is where we're headed. This site, Squatch site Point. That, um, very detailed direction where there's the most activity in the world. I think it's this way. You know, we haven't considered the fact GPS? that it could be a her. Maybe it's a hairy woman. It could be. If that's the case, we're going to tie you to a tree and try to lure her to you. As like a, like a sexual offering? Man bait. Like, <laughs> man bait. <laughs> Okay, we are really close. Should just be up this hill. Well, the hair's clear. And all of a sudden it jumps out. Whoa. I think this might oh, be it. Oh, is this it? Oh. 
because we're like at a higher vantage point right here considering how much we just hyped up it is almost 9 15 we've got a few minutes of light left so let's start setting up some infrared cameras on the perimeter night investigation hey, because Devin is the, the creature is nocturnal yeah looks good ir2 is good ir3 looks good there's your base how does it look we've probably Here got in northern 50 minnesota. to 100 yards of this whole area covered around squat Vargas, hill so minnesota. if we see anything up here or down a ways down that way we'll catch it i love it this forest is so dense we're not going to be able to see a footprint if we wanted to we would need snow so we're gonna have to rely on our nose our ears and our eyes for this one yeah so i've got this ipod where we can actually play the sound of a snowmobile over these speakers good one i don't know if this is going to attract it my first thought was that he was scared away <laughs> well, that's a good sample i'll tell you what i'll go out on an initial sweep now and in the meantime every few minutes you should play that yeah and see if we can use it as a way to lure this creature in Departing. To start playing these uh, snowmobile sounds. Going so to sweep of the area. Keep your eyes peeled. Their camp in these woods where the hairy man, Sasquatch, was spotted. Dirt bikes, all terrain vehicles. These people are fearless in the dark. Josh Gates, he, he usually relies on uh, GPS readings on satellites. I guess they do in a way too. 
but they were following maps and stuff, paper maps. human-like. It didn't look like him. It might be time to get the flare out. said it was just two of them. I think it's a cameraman too. <laughs> Hello? I think they have a production company. Follow them.
walking around, nothing so far. I've seen something walking through the woods. Could have been anything, any kind of creature. No response, let me lock this. four times to try to get an intelligent response. Failed. Did you hear that? Something was, something was crunching the floor and fauna down. Are you okay? I don't know how they get around at night. Hitting the, hitting the hillsides and cliffs and things like that. What the f was that? I don't know. We got another tree down. It sounded just like the bridge. Yeah, it was like one single knock. Whatever's out here. It seems to be interested in what we're doing. It's not like we're scaring it away. It's curious. It is. You smell that, right? Yeah. Usually Sasquatches stink like high heaven. Like seven foot three. Okay. 
searching for four different kinds of, of Sasquatches. And I, right now, this is the closest I've ever come to encountering anything like one. Let's go back to base camp and get our stuff together. Well, she's been around with um, Josh Gates and things. Devin and her did something called Factor Fake. Evidence analysis. Okay, so it has been three days since our investigation into Vergas. Now, we sent that hair that we found off to be analyzed, and we're about to get the results. Great. I also went ahead and sent the thermal image hit that we got to Professor Jeff Meldrum. Let's give him a call. Hey, Jeff. Hey. Thanks for your time. So let's start with the thermal image hit. Um... You know, it looked humanoid to us. What did you think? Well, it's it's uh, it's difficult to draw any conclusive opinions. It's just such a sketchy image there. Uh, you're right, there seems to be an upright figure. It's hunched over a few hot spots on what look like the thighs and sort of the core. The closest thing looks like it's uh, upright to me. That's interesting. What's your analysis of the hair we sent you? Yeah. The indications seem to be that this hair sample is human. It's similar in diameter as opposed to fur on animals with uh, guard hairs and under fur. Human hair. Interesting. Yeah. Well, this suggests that there could have been someone out there playing a prank on us, but I'm not sure now. I'm, I'm really confused because when we were out there, we didn't feel like anyone else was with us. Hoaxes, I'm, in my experience, are are pretty rare, whereas misidentification of data is more likely or more often the case. Well, thank you, Professor. You've given us a lot to think about. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. I appreciate your time. So, what do you think? Okay, so the thermal is humanoid, and now Jeff said that the hair was human. I don't think we found the hairy man. I think it's possible that someone found us and they were trying to keep the hairy man legend alive. The thought of somebody roaming so, around the woods so they and following us is still pretty creepy. Approaching well, you know like what? Skepticism. Everyone in that town knew that we were there. Yeah. You know, so it's possible that someone came in after us and decided to play a trick. The hairy man might be out there, but I don't think we found him. I've investigated several types of cryptid cases over the years, but this one threw up some compelling evidence that something was out there with us. After analyzing our findings, everything's pointing toward a human explanation. The question is, why? Does that mean the hairy man isn't real? Not necessarily. Here you go, Haunted Highway Part 2. Um... Vegas Harriman. They went went about their investigation and found it could be 
someone playing a trick on them in the woods. I don't know about that, but, you know, fact or fake, you decide. Till we meet again, sleep tight.